This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. We'd like to welcome new patron Julian Latimer. Thank you for your support and for helping to make these stories possible. To hear this and other episodes ad-free, listener shout-outs, and more, help support the show through our official Patreon at patreon.com slash bleedersdigest. That's D-I-E-G-E-S-T. The following contains mature subject matter, coarse language, intense situations, and is meant for an adult audience. Listener discretion is advised. Summoned Me by Celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee by Short Story One. So, two years ago, I was walking in a field, and there were fences which separated the house gardens to the rest of the field. I found something covered in mud, grass, and other plants, and it was a doorway of some sorts. I went inside, and it led me to a cellar under a house. The house belonged to a very old woman who was lonely and whose mind was withering. When she went to bed, I came up from the secret cellar, and it led me to the kitchen. I quickly got locks to lock the doorway on the field, and this was my secret place now. I slept under this woman's cellar for two years. And I finally wanted to somehow live in her house. At first, I couldn't think how I was going to do it, but she was a real big fan of the Royals and was looking forward to the Platinum Jubilee. With her mind not as it was, I thought to myself about a plan to make this old woman think she had summoned me magically. The supposed summoning magic being connected to the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. And it's all made up, of course. I took pictures of myself and made up something about summoning me by celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee with such pride. When she went to bed... I came out of the secret cellar in her kitchen and I started to stick pictures of myself with the words 
summon me by celebrating the Platinum Jubilee all over it. The old woman was shocked to find them in the morning, but it eventually ignored them. She celebrated the Queen's Platinum Jubilee all on her own, and she drank so much. And then I came out of the cellar quietly. And when she saw me, she didn't scream, but simply said, I summoned you, didn't I? She begged me to leave, but I kept telling her, You summoned me by celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. And I did warn you with those pictures. And she put her hands on her mouth. Now, I eat her food and sleep in the spare bed, all for free of rent and no longer hiding. I still went outside through the secret cellar and she has still not caught on. She literally thinks that she had summoned me through celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. She has tried throwing holy water at me and other religious relics. None have worked, obviously. She can only blame herself. And I've also threatened her that if I leave, she will be tortured. Her Flies, written by Hyper Obscura. 28. Marigold Carter was 28 when the police dragged her screaming out of her apartment. For onlookers capable of deciphering the bestial wails, the words coming out of her mouth would have made no sense. They found the unrecognizable remains of her husband spread across the ceiling, walls, and floor of the bedroom. Their two-month-old daughter was recovered from a makeshift crib of rotting flesh, her pale baby skin crawling with maggots and flies. Twenty-two. At 22, Marigold Carter's then-boyfriend finds her cradling a dead cat in their bed when he wakes up. The smell snapped me awake, he later explained. A fucking thing was covered in vermin. She elbows him in the nose when he tries to remove the carcass. A girl needs her flies! They break up on the spot. And when he returns to pick up his stuff, he finds three more rotting animal carcasses neatly placed upon the bed. Fifteen. At fifteen, Marigold Carter is suspended after continuously bringing dead animals to school. Social services are called in, but since she's already in the system, not much is done. She spends weeks in counseling, but the sessions are abruptly cancelled by behest of the counselor. 
When prompted why, he hesitates to give a comprehensive answer. A girl needs her flies. Ten. Marigold Carter's teachers are worried about her. She doesn't talk to her classmates, and there are complaints about her personal hygiene. She smelled like a butcher's house in a heat wave. One day, a teacher reprimands her to stop walking around with hands in her pockets. When she pulls them out, they are crawling with maggots. A girl needs her flies. Six. Several parents complain about Marigold Carter's behavior in kindergarten. She would force kids half her size to the ground and lie on top of them, saying the same words over and over again. A girl needs her flies! A girl needs her flies! Two. A few months after her second birthday, Marigold Carter says her first words. A girl needs her flies. Her foster parents never connect the dots. How can they? Besides, kids say the darndest things. Zero. After complaints from the neighbors about the smell, Marigold is found bloody and crying in her crib, lying on top of her dead twin sister. Maggots and flies cover her pale baby skin, and according to official records, the sister must have been dead for days. Postpartum psychosis? Maybe. All they know is that the mother strangled one of the twins, but could never come to terms with what she'd done. Just kept pretending that the flies and vermin were tiny pets. Marigold is taken away and placed into the foster system. Any record of what happened in that house was hidden away, making sure the girl could have a nice upbringing without ever learning where she came from. A girl needs her Her mother screamed as they dragged her away. Digest issue number 45, Tiny Terrors Volume 1. After this. This story is called How I Make 50 Views Seem Like a Large Number. Written by Short Story 1. 50 views on any media site is a lot of views, and don't let anyone tell you different. And I know it seems like a small number, but it is a large number. Here's how to make 50 views seem like a large number. And how I do it is whenever I get 50 views, I go to Lardstown and I see 50 people being eaten alive by the creature Futaka. It's a lot of people for 50 of them to be eaten by the creature Futaka. When it's just written as a number, it seems so small. But when you see it physically, 
being ripped apart and shredded to small chunks of meat. It's a large number. Then when I get 50 views again and I needed to remind myself just how large the number 50 truly is, I went down to Lardstown again and I saw 50 people all squashed together in a tiny room. They couldn't move and the room was getting smaller and smaller. Bones were breaking and oxygen was dying and seeing 50 people all squashed together like that, it reminds me just how large the number 50 truly is. It's incredible just how large the number 50 is. I got 50 views again and I was disappointed. But then I decided to go down to Lardstown to remind myself just how large the number really is. I needed to see the number 50 in its physical form. And I started getting chased by 50 Tarek flying creatures. It was incredible. 50 is a large number. And I managed to find a good hiding spot from the Tarek creatures. And I knew 50 was a large number. It was nothing to be ashamed of. And when you see a number in its physical form instead of it being written down, it makes a difference. Then, when I got 50 views again and I needed to see just how big the number 50 is, my friend came down with me as I convinced him to come down with me. I watched 50 people beat the living shit out of him in Lardstown. And when I saw 50 people beating the shit out of my friend, I realized once again with proof that the number 50 is a large number. So next time that you get only 10 views or 20 views, Imagine that is the number of people that are trying to hurt you. Or imagine that is the number of people that have died. When you see a number in its physical form, it truly makes a difference. How I Make 50 Views Seem Like a Large Number Written by Short Story One Narration, production, and sound design by Trevor Shand. A Girl Needs Her Flies. Written by Hyper Obscura. Featuring Chrissy Fox, L. Riot Fox, Jade Shand, and Scarlet Shand as Marigold. Spider One as the Counselor. Everett Shand as the Bully. Narration, production, and sound design by Trevor Shand. An Old Woman Thinks She Has Summoned Me by Celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Written by Short Story One. Featuring Chrissy Fox as the old woman. Narration, production, and sound design by Trevor Shand. Theme music by Tyler Connolly, Chrissy Fox, and Trevor Shand. Bleeder's Digest is created and curated by Spider-One, Chrissy Fox, Trevor Shand, and Lauren Shand. Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider to never miss an episode. Bleeder's Digest is a presentation of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network.